Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack, and today we're going to talk about how to address a cover letter the right way, because most candidates do not do it the right way, and it's costing them interviews and job offers. So when I look at cover letters and I get hundreds and hundreds of them coming across my desk all the time, I see one mistake that stands out from everything else on a cover letter, and it happens in the very first line of the cover letter. It happens in the greeting. And that mistake is addressing the cover letter to whom it may concern. So you may not realize this, but when somebody's reading your cover letter, that first line is the very first thing they read. And that recruiter, that hiring manager, that person who is influencing the hiring process, they can glean a lot of information about who you are as a candidate from that very first line. And most job seekers don't realize that. So what's the problem with addressing it to whom it may concern? Well, first, it's incredibly impersonal, right? So it shows that you don't really know who you're speaking to. And then second, it also shows that you haven't really done your research. So that is not a good thing, right? We want to make this person feel seen. We want to make this person feel like we know exactly who they are, what their needs are, and that we can answer them. So if you're not saying to whom it may concern, what should you write instead? So in an ideal world, you should always try to address it to a specific person if possible. And with that specific person, if you can find the hiring manager and use their name, that is your absolute best bet. So if you don't know who the hiring manager is, you can ask your recruiter or you can ask your referral if you have one. And they can typically give you the right name because they'll be the ones passing along your info, right? So if it's a recruiter, they should know who the hiring manager is for the role that they're recruiting for. And if it's a referral, there's typically some sort of internal tool if the company is large enough where it shows who the hiring manager is, or if the company's small enough, they should just know who the hiring manager is and they should be able to give you that name. I wouldn't hesitate to tell them what it's for too. If you're just saying, hey, can I have the name of the hiring manager? That can be vague and a bit nebulous. But if you say, hey, I'm writing this cover letter and I want to make sure I address it specifically to the hiring manager, would you mind sharing their name? Or at least would you mind sharing their first name? That can go a long way, right? And that's going to give them that reason to give you the name. So that's the first place that I would start. And I would always, always try to address it to the hiring manager if possible. But if you can't find their name for whatever reason, there's still a better way to address the cover letter. And that is using this formula. When you start your cover letter, you would want to say to the department team at company name. So what I mean by that is if I'm applying for a marketing role at, let's say, Microsoft Windows team, I might address my cover letter to the marketing team at Windows. Or if I'm applying for a user experience role at Airbnb, I might write to the user experience team at Airbnb. So what we're doing here is showing the person reading this that we know exactly who we're writing this letter for. And they are either on that team or they're recruiting for that team. So that personalization is going to go a long way to creating relevance right at the very top of your cover letter. And that's going to do two things. One, it's going to create that relevance that's going to make you seem more credible and going to tee up the rest of your cover letter and the rest of your story as highly relevant. But two, it's going to also help you stand out from all of the other job seekers who are just copying and pasting these templates that start with to whom it may concern, which is again, very impersonal and showing a lack of research, uh, showing a lack of effort. So that is going to help you 
kick your cover letter off on the right note. And it's amazing how one small change in one small sentence at the very beginning of your cover letter can make such a large difference. So that's where I want you to start. And then as you dive into the rest of your cover letter, there is so much more that we can do to write a highly effective cover letter that jumps off the page. So in the show notes below here, I have my guide for writing a job winning cover letter. It's got my favorite template. It's got examples of that template in action from both the cover letters that I use to get in the door at Google, as well as cover letter examples from my clients that have helped them land jobs at amazing companies like LinkedIn and so on. And it will break down the methodology behind every single section in the cover letter. So be be sure to check that out. But first and foremost, make sure that you are creating that personalization in the greeting of your cover letter. And I promise you, you're going to get better results. So that's it for today. Thank you as always for tuning in and we will see you in the next episode of the podcast.